If you'd like to further support Illinois media and what we do for the culture, here are a few ways we can use your help. Follow us on social media, download the Illinois app, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Illinois with a Z. You can also buy merchandise or you can lend a helping hand by donating a one-time or monthly contribution. To donate, visit Illinois.co backslash donate. That's I-L-L-A-N-O-I-Z-E dot co backslash donate. We thank you for supporting what we do because without you, there is no us. Yeah, man, I understand that we're getting trapping all day. I understand that we're been robbing all day. But one part of the day, you got to cut on Illinois Radio. You're now tuned in with Illinois Radio with your host, Vico, Illinois Jones, and Pretty Riot. Turn your radios up and spread the noise. You're tuned in to Illinois Radio, Chicago's most valuable radio show. And as always, we bring you guys the illest guests from around the city and globe. And today we got the homie Asar in the building. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Welcome. Finally. Welcome back. Finally. First yeah, of all, I literally. just want to be, <laughs> yeah. be the first one to say that it has been like two years since yeah. our last interview, and Asar got his knees done. Okay. Because he grew. He hit a growth spurt. He like, hit a growth spurt. I don't know nobody that's hit a growth spurt in adulthood. Listen. So what you been eating? I don't know. It would be raw if I did hit a growth spurt for real, though, because I really want to be like 6'6". Six, six. I think that's like... Well, what? How tall are you now? I'm 6'3". Oh, you close. Oh, yeah. You, you can, I just need like... Just eat your rice really and cabbage. Height, so you can say you're 6'6". Six, six. <laughs> I think one's going to be like, oh, you're pushing it. <laughs> I'm 6'5 <five> and a half. <laughs> just round it. Damn, you 6 feet? 6'3". Six, six, I'm 6'3". Damn, I saw what, you was not 6'3 last time. Damn. Why you not? I was. No, you I was not. I promise y'all I was. Hell, heck you not. I mean, you was always one of the tallest like, in the room. I ain't know you was that, that tall. tall. I think like 5'10". Nah, I would Listen. at least gave him like a 6 feet. I don't know. Maybe like 5'11 the last time I saw you. We, oh, damn, we have short. a photo oh, together. I have literally been 6'2 since together. I was 16. No, that's dope. You're yes. kidding. That's a bar. Look, that's a bar. Look. That's his next verse. I'm gonna go ahead and just. Evelyn, that was so Evelyn. I can see you spitting that. Though. You feel me? Now I'm actually gonna put it in something. <laughs> Jones, that's how you need to send ad libs. Oh, give me, give me a shout out. I like to be shouted out. Now it's been what two years since we had you up in here, man. It's been a minute. Yeah. So you know we in a pandemic now. How have you been? You know. I know, right? <laughs> how you been, you know, mentally? How you been health-wise? How everything been going for you throughout uh, through this pandemic? Uh, it's been ups and downs on all fronts to keep it all the way a buck. Um, but we here. We good. We in good health. Um, I have no complaints. And God really just been looking out the entire time. Um, I, I feel like everything, like, included and accounted for, things could have been a lot worse than what they are right now. But... Everybody is still good and we making strides, so I'm grateful. You still working? Still working. Okay, you still got some stable income coming in. You got health, you got benefits. You feel me? All of that. Look. <laughs> Ooh, on the real. Look. What a time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> look, it's it's a beautiful thing. And quite honestly, I don't think I would want to work anywhere else right now because I don't got to travel nowhere. I I live basically on campus where I work, mm-hmm. so I ain't got to go nowhere. It's smooth. I'm cool. You live where you work. Yeah, yeah. I work. Uh, I work with high school kids who are here, like uh, internationally for boarding school. Actually, oh, 
Yeah. What uh, made you take interest in this gig here? Shoot, um, it was right down the street Y'all from the crib. <laughs> <laughs> well, <needed> dope. <laughs> Look, it, it honestly was perfect, G. Like, I lived down the street from, or lived down the street from. Did you just say lived it? Lived. <laughs> I lived down the street <laughs> from from where they stationed. Mm-hmm. Um, housing is free. Oh. They gave me a spot to stay. I was an RA for three years in college, so what I'm doing is very similar to RA work. It's just a lot more in-depth. Um, kids is cool. It's like actual, I don't know, I feel like I couldn't do a nine-to-five unless it has some meaning behind it, and you feel me, working with high schoolers and like actually doing things that affect their lives, like that means something to me. Um, <laughs> you play your music for them? Like, yeah, what does that sound like? No, but they found me. Oh. Um, and that was interesting when that happened, because it, like, I started working there before the Rhythm and Flow episode dropped. Okay. Um, and then it dropped, <laughs> and then they were like, oh, "Is that you?" Oh, they yeah. looking at you like, "You like our yeah. Like, you know that uh, Diddy gif where everybody looking back and forth at each like, other, <laughs> just like <laughs> it was, it was one of them. You like, come on, you just, <laughs> just let it out, yeah. let it out. It's, it's like, don't even, it's I, me. yeah, that's me. I knew it was over when one of them followed me on IG, and I was just like, "Gee, how did you just find me?" <laughs> then I got to school the next day, and they were like, "Mr. Bradley," I was like, "Oh shoot," <laughs> they found me, and then like five more than like follow me on IG so I was like yeah they found out it's a wrap it's yeah, no it's longer wrap. under the wraps yeah. I mean speaking you know uh, speaking of uh, Rhythm and Flow mm. you was on Clubhouse what we Friday <laughs> Lupe had a Clubhouse where he made a record live mm-hmm. and uh, you know he brought you up to speak and you asked the man about arpeggio <laughs> <laughs> I had to G I had to low key that was Josie's idea I had a whole nother question that I asked at first and while I was asking it Josie shot me a DM and was like G you literally have to ask him about arpeggio if you know what it means, <laughs> um, so it, it was it was cool. It was funny. I'm glad that he took it the way he did. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was it was dope. You know him responding on it, and then saying you know he remember. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that's a sorry. Yeah, and broke down the whole rhythm and and, and uh, I always rhythm and flow. There we go. Yeah. Broke it down. Now, I mean, you break down rhythm and flow. How was that for you to to land on a, a platform like that? It was cool. Um, I think, in all honesty, and I don't think I've ever said this before out loud, but like. I think the way it ended was perfect for me um, because looking back now, had I progressed any further, I don't think I would have been ready for what came with it. Um, and then on top of that, like it, it lit a fire up under me. It really did. Um, one thing that I've learned about myself within like the past year and a half, two years is that I hate to lose. Mm. Like I really, really hate to lose. So that really put He's the fire. I would say you yeah. handled that pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> you handled yeah. your losses pretty well. Yeah. I handled it well on the outside. Yeah. Oh, um, the inside, but on the but on the inside. He was blue. So tell us about yeah. what happened on the inside. Uh, on the inside, I probably was fuming for like the next three four months. Damn. Damn. Yeah. What calmed like, you down? Huh? What calmed you down? Honey bee. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, real. No, I think it was it was a mixture of a couple of things. Like, I don't know. I, I think originally I was tying my worth as an artist to the fact that I didn't progress past the first round. Right. Um, and I had to get out of that mindset of like, this is a show. Like, mm-hmm. this is this is one opportunity out of many that you've had and will have. You know what I'm saying? This in no way reflects who you are as a person, as an artist, etc. You still got room left to grow. Like, it's a lot more in store for you. Um, and then it just 
did nothing for me to just sit there upset. Like you gonna sit here mad for the rest of your life? Because you, you felt like I'm the illest nigga up here. Like y'all, out of all the niggas y'all could cut, y'all cut me. Come on now, like did y'all hear what I was saying in my shit? I just, tip, do you really want me to recite these bars acapella, bro? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I just I, I'm confident in myself as an artist. Um, and I feel like I can hang with some of anybody. And I feel like at, if you want to be great at your craft, you have to feel that way. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you so. can lyrically. I watched the episode and I was like, yo, turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, that's the only reason why I watched it. I'm like, I know somebody on here. Let me show love. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I ain't no point of watching this no more. <laughs> it was a cool experience, though. Like, How um, was it? It was cool. The The actual like process up until that point mm-hmm. was pretty extensive. I think I got the original call in October of that year. Okay. And I don't think we had, we didn't have the audition you all saw till January. So from October to January, there were other like preliminary auditions we were doing. Um, and it was like, I don't know, like we were sending back and forth uh, video auditions because most couldn't meet up in person yet. Um and it was very rapid and fast paced like week after week but it was cool I enjoyed it that part I actually really enjoyed at least you enjoyed it and, yeah. uh, and you know thinking back how you said uh, you don't take competition well good thing you, you lost early cause imagine <laughs> if you went deep yeah you'd probably still be pissed probably. probably would've been in there flipping shit over fuck <laughs> <laughs> this shit oh yo man first time like, anybody would've heard first time that would've been the first time because <laughs> <laughs> So I gotta ask you too Do you see yourself doing You know something like that Again uh, You know Taking on the competition Visually Um I'm gonna keep it a buck This is family Um I Before the pandemic hit Um You auditioned for The Voice? No Very (laughs) random side No G I did I don't Yeah I can say that I did get hit up To do an audition For American Idol Very random side note Um (laughs) And the dude Who hit me I was like G Like I can sing A little bit But I don't think You know Like I can't Sing like that And he was just like Nah we're looking To expand Like come do the audition And so I did it and I was just like, I like I know what the outcome of this is gonna be. <laughs> like I, I I have no stake in this because I know what I just did. And so he hits me back like a day or two. They were like, Yeah, they loved your rapping ability to sing and they thought it was some room left to grow. You wasted both of my time. I told you that. <laughs> I told you that. I did. Yeah. But um no, to your original point, like before the pandemic hit, I was on track to like do it again, um, for the next season for rhythm and flow. Um, but you know, due to circumstances, like didn't get to continue to, to audition cause they just had to nip it in the bud. So yeah. But now I don't know if I would anymore. You don't need it. Yeah. Yeah. You I think, I think I would. Yeah. Uh, cause one time, boom, yeah. that's it. Yeah. And your you creative direction and what you got coming towards you, my brother, you good. You good. <laughs> Yo, what's up everybody? It's your girl, Pretty Ride, and you just tuned back into another super dope episode of Illinois Radio. If you are hearing my lovely voice in your headphones, in your radio, in your car, on your, on your banister, I don't know where you listen to me from. Turn me up real loud. She's Go to your phone and your banister. You know, pussy popping on the handstand, period. Mm, Head down. I like that holiday pee. Look, period. But um, whatever you do, download that Illinois Radio app. Go over to your app store, Soch Illinois, I-L-L-A-N-O-I-Z-E. Put that app on your phone, and we're going to go from there. Turn off. Yes. Like that. Now, 
we're going to get into a very, 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 very important segment of this interview. We've, I don't even think we've ever had an interview that's about to be this educational. Hmm. You're right about that. So Asar is actually a honeybee specialist, <laughs> yeah. and he recently dropped a project called Flight of the Honeybee. And now he's going to give us a very in-detail explanation about the life cycle of honeybees. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know if I can give a in-depth no, analysis kidding. of the life cycle of a honeybee. You feel me? I can give a little information <laughs> about a honeybee. Or you could just give me a little insight behind Flight of the Honeybee. Yeah. What do you mean by, you know, what Absolutely. that meant to you? Um, so Flight of the Honeybee was, was kind of based off of a couple of different things, right? Um, I'm kind of a weirdo. I like to look up random things. And one day, I don't know how I went down a rabbit hole of honeybees, but I did. Um, and I kind of had some background info about them, like how much they contribute to society. Um, bees account for like one third of the world's food population. Like if bees went extinct, one third of the food that we eat would not exist. Um, Can you name one? Huh? Can you name one of those foods? Uh, it's just Not like fruits honey. and vegetables. Okay, like, gotcha. Yeah, they just, oh, because they help honey bunches of oaks? stuff. Yeah. So you got honey bunches of yeah, oaks? Yeah, well, yeah, honey would oh, <laughs> <I'll> be gone. <laughs> honey nut Cheerios. Okay. <laughs> Go honey grams. Honey grams. You feel me? <laughs> honey combs. Honey combs. Honey combs, too, yeah. Hey, you Honey graham crackers. Mm. You could go a lot with what? I'm trying to tell you. They essential. They essential. <laughs> Shout out to all the bees, essential workers out in these streets. Yeah, no, but that's low-key like part of the reason I, I picked them as as the topic of this project. Given the current climate of things and, and like everything that's going on in the world, I felt like there were so many parallels that could be pulled. How bees are often marginalized. I use bees as a, as a metaphor for marginalized groups. Um, how they're often marginalized, how a lot of times bees are often seen as these aggressive creatures when in all actuality they are not. They really only attack when they are like backed <laughs> into a corner and they have something they need to defend that's theirs. That's the only time that bees attack. Um, another thing is like when you talk about things like honey, which is a resource that bees use their whole lives to make, um, and it's taken for consumption and monetization in a way that doesn't benefit bees at all. Like, those type of concepts are so true to even the culture that we create in the world day to day and how like the sauce that we we take and put out into the world is then taken from us and used for consumption in a very different way, in a way that isn't monetized by us. Like all of these things that put together. Man is spitting. Hey, listen. All all of that <laughs> put together, like, it just really made sense to me. And it's interesting because this wasn't a concept I came in with. I, I got the beat for the intro from my homie Emmy. Shout out to Emmy. Um, and it just felt like springtime. So it, it, it felt like springtime. And after I listened to it some more, it reminded me of this classical piece called, uh, flight of the bumblebee. Um, mm -hmm. play the bumblebee drumline. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, that's, that's, it, it reminded me of the classical, of the classical piece. Um, and so I just wrote about bees, and after delving into it for the intro track, I was just like, I can really separate this and really get in depth and make something cool out of this. So I just really went into it. You really, really studied bees, bro. You became a biologist. A beekeeper. <laughs> no cap, though. Listening to the interview on um, Clubhouse, mm -hmm. like... Peter need to give you some kind of deal because I never felt that bad for an animal ever. I'm like, yo, I be really Who's abusing Peter? bees. <laughs> Who the fuck Who's is Peter? No, that's the people that protect dogs and all that. They got Mike Big locked in the feds. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> Joe's just said Peter, and I'm thinking, I'm like Peter. Can that's I what, that's tell? What, that's I'm like, why right? would he be breaking you off on behalf of the beat? Peter. Yeah, Peter. Peter. Right. Peter. I said it right, but now like I felt bad. Like I'm listening to him. Like, like this nigga really making me feel bad for bees. Like I be on the hunt. Like I see that little motherfucker right there. What the fucking ass? Now you gotta give him a pass. So I said, give the bees a pass. We gotta give him a pass. Please say the bees. Have you ever? Be real though. Have you ever smacked a kill the bee? Oh, absolutely. As a shorty, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I got stung by a bee, so bees, you know, I know you. So like, I'm traumatized. I got PTSD with bees. Right. Yeah, but it's, you it's, know, a, it's Chicago a people in so PTSD. You giving them passes well. now, though, right? Yeah, I'm letting them rock. You feel me? As long as you don't bother them, for the most part, they're not gonna bother you. You know what I'm saying? Unless you next to something that really means something to them, then it's like, all right, you got to move around. Yeah, as long as I just that's okay. So I just stay away from garbage cans outside and flowers. Flowers too. Yeah. Don't and don't women be wearing no sweet stuff. Let, let the women. perfumes and col- certain colognes. I be around women, so that's sweet stuff. <laughs> brother, All right, I brother, think we should. Uh... <laughs> so, flight of the honeybee. You, you know, you really di- dove into really sharing a story about bees and reality. Mm-hmm. How was that for you? Putting, you know, merging the two and actually telling that story. It was cool. Um, I think it allowed me to flex a creative muscle that I kind of hadn't tapped into in a minute. Um, I have been working on my album that I've been working on for years, right? Uh, called David. Um, and, <laughs> and long story short, like, I ended up burning myself out. Um, I got overly stressed. I was in my head about it. And, like, they got to a point where I hated everything. And so I had to walk away for a second. Not scrap it. It still exists, and it will have a release date. But I had to walk away. Um, during that time period, I went to go work on this EP and it gave me a whole different feeling because it's one thing when you have a body of work that people have an expectation on right. um, because they know it exists. It's another thing when you have another, another body of work <laughs> that no one knows anything about and you can sit and you can work on it and hone it in because there are no expectations. <laughs> like, no one knows this exists. Um, so being able to really sit and work through that process and like be as creative as I wanted to and really do the research and hone in and like make sure it was a cohesive story was something that was really, really cool to me. And I learned a lot. Like I was able to take a lot of what I did for that process and apply it to even what I'm doing for my album. You know what I'm saying? So like, it it was really cool. It was a whole lot of fun. So considering that you went into it with, you know, like low expectations, how did you feel about the reaction that you received from it? Um, considering this is a five track EP, the reaction has been amazing. This is, uh, Definitely the best response I've received from a body of work yet. Do you think that all the time, like, that you've taken off from actually giving us full projects and just giving us a bunch of Lucy's and singles kind of contributed to the response that you got? To a degree, yeah. I think so. I think, um, for one, I just hadn't released music in a long time. Um, yeah, that's true. That too. This year alone, I doubled my catalog. Like, from... I think I had like 15 songs out before 2020 and I put out an additional 12 or 13 more this year. Um, so it, it definitely like built traction and that's, that's part of the reason I think I got a better response is because I had momentum. Like I had momentum leading up. Um, and then there's just a lot of growth. I hadn't put out a body of work in three years. So like, yeah, yeah we were talking about that in the car. So, uh, we were talking about <laughs> Six that. page letter. Yeah. Like we was definitely listening to that in the car. Like, man, the, the, the growth, growth, the man. I, then I was thinking too, while I was listening to, to the six page letter, was that like a, a letter to God? I'm just asking. Um, 
in a sense, there like there is some duality to it because the original basis of it was a letter that was written to me from one of my homies in a time where I was like in a really, really dark place. Um, and it was really a six page letter. But in that same way, like it was kind of a memoir of everything that I was going through at the time. Um, so it was kind of a two edged sword where it's like this is literally based off a six page letter. But like this is also a, a memoir like to everybody. So you all know what's been going on with me. So it was like your response yeah. to the, to yeah, the letter. letter. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. I just want to know the meaning behind it. Wait, okay. I hate to go back. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what I would do if I literally got a six page letter. I don't even know if I read so, it. Like, don't I don't cried. you ever write me a six page letter? I was about letter. to say, like, what was your reaction getting a six page letter? I cried. I literally cried. Did you cry because it was six pages and you had to read all of that? Or <laughs> did you cry? <laughs> I'm just playing. It wasn't just that emotion. Or did you cry because it made you feel good? <laughs> no, I. <laughs> I um, I don't know. I was in a. It, it was during the first time I had gotten uh, kicked out of school because of financial aid reasons. Because um, you know, financial aid be on dirt. You Trust me, I that. know. I still, yeah. yeah. Um, so no, I, I had. I just felt really defeated. Like I had gotten to college. I was doing what I was supposed to do, and then to get there, catch a stride, and then be somebody tell me, "Yeah, you got to go to the crib." It's just like, dang, G. Like, I put the whole life here already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and you know, uh. There were also some like disagreements on how it was going to be dealt with between me and my and my family, and like this was the first time I had kind of stepped out and made some decisions on my own that were contrary to what they wanted for me. Um, so it felt a little challenging. Like I felt like, and it, this wasn't necessarily the case, but when you're in a position like that, it feels like you're kind of alone, you know. And to have somebody realize what type of situation I'm in and write out a whole six page letter, basically like. Telling me to have faith, no guy got control, like you got it, blah blah blah. That 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 put me in a different space. Um Make you poke your chest out. Put your yeah. head up. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's yeah. beautiful. That's dope, man. Shout out to that friend, man. Yeah, right. shout out to Chachi. Shout out to Chachi. And big shout out to Chachi. Yo, what's good? It's the one and only Illinois Jones. And right now you're tuned into the dopest thing to hit the street since crack cocaine. I ain't going to tell y'all what y'all should do because you already know what you need to do. Next, get that damn app. Anyway, I got my boy Asar in the building. Yes, sir. What's up, Miss Lyon? Yeah, we cool. So, you know, I was listening to the interviews Mm -hmm. on the the clubhouse joint. Mm -hmm. You feel me? And I'm like, damn, this nigga smart. Like, he's smart, smart. Because... He just like finessed the whole bee game up. Yeah. And like he got me liking bees and looking at bees different. different. So I wanted to know like the whole time you were studying bees, like did you find did you relate to them or find anything within yourself that you can compare to bees? Um, one of the things that rang true throughout that I thought was really dope and like I also try to keep in mind personally is like the the thought of the hive mentality. Like um, everyone working together towards the betterment of the whole. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like a sense of community. Um, and I think with everything that I do, even with my mission statement as an artist, like I try to be as selfless as possible because I realize in life, like life isn't about you. Right. It's about, you know, making sure the people around you are in a better place and you're doing something better for the world around you. So that's probably what resonated most with me while researching and, and working on this project. Oh, damn. See, not only that, you genuine. You smart and you genuine. You a ill guy, bro. I'm dope, man. I'm just honored that I know him. You feel me? I'm just honored. I know a guy about no. I know about bees. I got my man's over there. He taught me about bees over here. Oh, you got to be careful. You can't just kill bees no more. You can't you can't just kill bees. What's your favorite? What was the, what was something that shocked you about bees that you didn't even know about? Hmm. 
Um, bees have a way to communicate with each other. That's like in how they buzz. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's <laughs> and you would buzz. <laughs> I wish we have that on mic. I wish we have that sound bite. She's be funny. I'm sorry. I quit. I quit. I'm not gonna say nothing. Hilarious. No, but it's it's saying how they buzz. Even in terms of like sharing location with each other, there are certain patterns in in how they buzz while around the house to let you know. This is where we getting ready to go. Okay. Yeah, and I thought that was pretty cool. No, that's I was just pretty like, dope as hell. Like, wow. your buzz, like, I want to listen to their buzz. <laughs> like, let's put a bunch of bees in a, in a, in a little jar and yeah. let's hear how they yeah, buzz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, good luck catching some bees to put I them mean, in a jar. I mean, there's people out there that do it. I mean, true. A lot of beekeepers do that. Yeah. Is that, like, is, like, is beekeepers, is that, like, abusive? Like, should people go lock um, them up for that? It, it Damn, that's can, actually a good it question. Can be. It can be. Like, if you're doing it to, like, Exploit save. the bees. If you're if you're doing it to exploit them, that's different. But if you're doing it to save a colony, because there are a lot of times where like there are actually uh, shoot bees have like other insects that prey on them and will prey on a hive and like destroy a hive. Prey on bees. Like there are uh, there are other insects that. Wait, do. the pool? <laughs> Nigga. All right, turn this mic off. <laughs> Just turn it off. I ain't said that in three seasons. Okay. Um, no, there are other insects that do. So like when a hive is destroyed, a lot of times some beekeepers will take the bees that they can salvage and put them in a. Uh, those so those crates that you see that they mm-hmm. have the, these in, yeah. yeah, those are called apiaries. So they'll take them and put them in apiaries and like let them live there until they figure it out. Okay, um, but if you're just doing it for like honey dope, and yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's kind of. I think ninety like percent of them is doing it for the yeah. money. Yeah, that honey so money. Our you bees, know how many? Our that bees money. Yeah. That honey money is good money. Indeed, so that our honey bees, money is good money. I'm trying. Yeah. Johnson, shut up! Damn, <laughs> <laughs> we can have a real man conversation. All right, don't ever say you locked out with another man on camera like that. Pause. <laughs> no Sandusky, folks. Like, come on now, you know me better than that. I know. I just have to. I said locked in. Anyways, so <laughs> so are bees near extinction? Do you know that? Bees are an endangered species right now. Okay, really? so they yeah. are endangered. Yeah, that's they what I meant. Endangered. Not extinct. Well, that's what. That's because they be out longer than they supposed to. It's still bees outside now. So yeah, he got a point. Because <laughs> I'm like, hey, it's just supposed to be happening. Like, what actually You're happens to, to bees in the wintertime? Like, do they just freeze and die? They go home. Home um, where? To the south. But the south sometimes be cold too, though. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. I don't know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> like, look. I know like, something. I studied it a little bit. You just go down the whole yeah, path. Like, like, that I don't know. I'm going to go special. home and look it up now. And be like, yo, look, the bees do this. <laughs> okay, wait. So, wait. Speaking of bees and beekeepers, break down the actual... Um, Artwork for Flight of the Honeybee because yeah. it was actually like really dope, and I know it kind of had that like beekeeper concept. So yeah. break it down for us, please. Um, so first of all, shout out to Andre Ducci, who is the illustrator who did the cover art for Flight of the Honeybee and my last three releases. Uh, he did uh, like two for the road with On the Road and Moesha. He did um, Cluttered Thoughts, and he did the Sunday Morning Cleaning Joint. Um, but long story short, the actual basis of the cover. Um, when you look on it, there's a beekeeper in the background that's holding a section out of a, a apiary, which once again is what you keep bees in. Um, within the honeycombs in the apiary, it's people who are like working desk jobs, um, who kind of are just kind of locked into the system like they work in. And then around it, you have people who are like flying out of the apiary and they are people who are like musicians or writers or um, doctors, uh, just people who like... I deemed as essential in the society. Um, 
And I kind of use it as a metaphor to the people in the apiary being people who are like under some form of control um, and the people who are outside of it are the ones who have kind of found their own purpose and are doing their own thing and are free. Um, and I don't know, you, you, I have them working within the apiary because I use the beekeeper as a metaphor as, as someone who's like profiting directly off of the work the that these people are, are putting in. The man, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, this is so dope to listen to you break it down. I'm sorry. It's so it. real. Yeah, like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like hip hop. And it's sort of a situation. Yeah, exactly. Dope. Like a record label whole thing. Yeah, it can be interpreted in a, a lot, lot of different, different ways. Yeah, And speaking of you interpreting, I can't get it out. It. It's <laughs> the damn John Basil. I hope I said it right. <laughs> anyway, comic book. If mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken, you turn things into a comic book. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, based off of that same concept. I wanted to give like I don't know. I know that the concept behind the EP is kind of heady. So I was like, I want to kind of prime people to know what direction I'm going in before you get to it. So you kind of can already have those thoughts. Um, so the the comic book kind of depicts, you know, current events, um, how, you know, though, con- I think it's though conflict may arise. Uh, bees always find a way to adapt and overcome. And then the ending, uh, the ending words are like be a bee, save the world. Um and so it's just kind of drawing that parallel once again, showing how, and because on the on the uh, on the comic book, I think it mentions um, like the whole COVID nineteen pandemic, um, a lot of the social justice issues that were were and are currently going on. Um, there's like the illustration of them tearing down that statue, um, and like people protesting things of that nature. And then on the flip side of the panel are like bees and them working in their natural habitat things like that so like it's just to continue to draw those parallels and get people locked in that's some in see that's, that's some in depth right? motherfucker right here right? yeah <laughs> I, I think like even just listening to you break that down like what really went into the marketing rollout for this because like mm-hmm. just you know being uh, a fan of your work for a long time and just keeping up with your career I feel like this has definitely been your most extensive rollout you know mm-hmm. and something that's been the most well developed and I I think that was something that made this a lot more enjoyable so like how you just talked about the the comic book like what were some of the other like very cool things that you enjoyed the most about the marketing rollout for this project? Um, so here's the thing about me in general. <clears throat> most times when I'm done with something, I want to put it out the next day. I don't want to wait because I get anxious sitting on stuff like, cause then I'm going to go back and nitpick at it. Like, okay, it's sitting here. Uh, let me go see if I can do this differently. How are people going to react to this? Let me, like I overanalyze it. This was the first time where one, I have a larger team now, so that helped a whole lot, like immensely. Two, this is the first time where no one budged and they were like, no, nah, you're going to sit down and, and we're going to really roll this out the correct way. So sit tight. We're going to get every facet of this correct and you're going to be all right. Um, and I didn't have no choice but to roll with it. You <laughs> <laughs> um, was outvoted. Yeah, I was outvoted. And so. Um, How was that though? How was that for you to have to take that back seat to that part? It was uncomfortable at first, but I, I, I took it with a grain of salt because I'm like, I know this is for my better, man. I know at the end of the day, this is going to give me better results. I just don't want to hear it because I'm anxious, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really allowed us to do something totally different. This is 100% the most extensive rollout we've mm-hmm. had. Yeah. Um, and we're not done. We're not done. We still have more to roll out. So it's like this, this put us in a position where while we're in the midst of a pandemic, we can continue to push this project the way it's supposed to be pushed. Like, mm-hmm. we got time. 
we got time and I think that's the dopest part about it I'm not rushing to put out no new content because we we can keep we got we got stuff in the works we can keep rolling this out so like, hearing you speak on that what did you learn during this pandemic personally you know what did you, what did you learn about yourself um I think what I learned and tried to implement most was just discipline um I think I do a lot of things well, but if I had to think about what my Achilles heel is as a person and as an artist, it's just like being more disciplined. And when when faced with adversity, a lot of times my coping mechanism is just like, I don't care. It is what it is. And just kind of restructuring my thought process to be like, no, it's not. I don't care. It is what it is. It's like, what did you learn from this? What did you learn from this? How do you apply it for next time so that you don't go through this again? Because if you're not doing that, you're not learning anything. So... Um, I think that's the biggest thing I learned throughout this in, this entire pandemic thus far because I've had time to sit and really process it. Damn, and it's showing. I mean, it, it's, this project is amazing, bro. Like you, you've you. learned about bees, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> you, you took time out to step out your box. Ain't no, ain't a lot of black dudes out here stepping out to learn about bees. Yeah. <laughs> no, sir. That's extremely uh, different. So, hey, it was a lot of fun. The only bumblebee we know is the transformer. Is the tra- yeah, who is equally raw. Yeah, yeah. who is equally raw. Like listening to your project, I mean, y'all listening definitely check this man project out because you're gonna learn some. I mean, let people know where they can get this project at and how they can, you know, of course, follow you on social media yeah. and what's to come. Yeah, uh, you can find this project on all streaming platforms, including Bandcamp. We just uploaded it on there for anybody who really rocks with Bandcamp. Uh, you just search me under Asar. That's A U S A R, um, and you can find me on all social media under Asar Music. A U S A R Music. Um, in terms of what's to come. We got a lot in store. I think we got like maybe one or two joints that we might actually get out the woodworks too before the year is over. So, um, yeah, just just are be, these deluxes? Is this a deluxes? deluxes? I don't know. I mean, not deluxe. deluxe. I didn't mean to say deluxe. I didn't mean to say deluxe. I meant to say bonus tracks. Not these deluxe. these could you could call them bonus tracks. You okay. could call them bonus tracks. Yeah, you got. I see the stinger hoodie. Oh, you talking about the the merch? Yeah, yeah. You know, is the merch uh, available? The merch will be here very, very, very shortly, like within the next couple of weeks. Okay, because yeah, yeah. I, I like that joint. Thank I, you. I like that joint a lot. Appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you stopping by, man. It's, yeah, it's you been know, a minute. Had to reschedule a couple times <laughs> since October. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, look, we got we got to start coming in. Now we're gonna do a start next week. We start next week. <laughs> so a start coming. No, no, we're gonna go, go next week. We're gonna go next week. <laughs> we got to start. Next. We're gonna do start Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. 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 Uh, and then, oh, and then Sunday go. come around. Here you go. Sunday, Sunday. Man, you know, all like putting on clothes on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I watch football in my underwear now. <laughs> but it's a star, so just call me. Let me. Look, I, I'm, I'm gonna go because it's a star. Anybody else? They can't. They can't. We can't let nobody know we doing this on a Sunday. <laughs> Keep this. <laughs> well, hey, look, we made it happen. We, we sure here. did, man. Uh, again, appreciate you coming. Shout out everybody that tuned in. Because again, without y'all. There is no us. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, all of those things. At official Biko, that's official B as in boy, E-K-O-E. And uh, download that Illinois app to stay tuned as well as head over to Illinois.co to check out our exclusive release of uh, Asar's B-Sides freestyle because he's a genius. Uh, <laughs> a super genius. A super genius, darling. Pretty Ride, what's up? Yo, everyone. Hello. Let me not... One day, mama gonna watch this and be like, "Where did you get this accent from?" <laughs> you was watching Top Boy. No, literally, it's all those years of being the only girl and not having my little brothers want to play with me. Never mind, that just That's got not- real personal. Cut that out the clip. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the chills gonna drop out like on real. I'm like, mm. she had a real imaginary friend. <laughs> all right. <laughs>
That was from London. <laughs> <laughs> Scary Spice was her best friend. Anyways. Hi guys, it's your girl Pretty Riot. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Pretty Riot. Follow my Twitter at underscore Pretty Riot. If you're on Clubhouse, Pretty Riot. Um, get <laughs> cap with me on Clubhouse because <laughs> that's pretty fun. Um, Two Pretty Pennies is actually coming back this Thursday, and then you know I'm about to relaunch my blog within hey. the next two weeks. So I'm literally about to like I know y'all didn't watch me lie to y'all. A lot of times in this very seat, but I'm not lying this time. I'm actually gonna drop for real. I'm, I'm almost done, so stay tuned to that. Go listen to the song I got out with Miss Audrey V. Go listen to Say Yes. Oh, Go watch baby, that, that video. Go watch Eleven Eleven on Twitter and Instagram. I'm, I'm out here working. Period. Jones, what's your own darling? I don't know what's in this car. Oh, I got said like I said it in Clubhouse. Jones, comma, what's your own? Funny, funny, <laughs> funny, funny Clubhouse. Yeah, yeah, I gotta chill out on there. <laughs> I saw Joe's in a room with a bunch of women, and I didn't want to go in because. Oh, you know why I was in there? You I know, and I didn't want to, and I wanted to go in and cap, but I'm you like, should have. Was it was it UK women? Yeah, I knew it. Yeah, oh, because I be feeling weird because guys just. Uh, that's a whole other question. I don't know how niggas just bicker all day. I would rather hear women bicker all day. I don't want to hear no guys bicker over Jay-Z. Like, nigga, come on. Leo Coins like, bro, I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> let's talk about something different. If we're going to talk, if we're going to bicker, let's talk sports. Okay, let's talk sports. They want to bicker on who's, we don't know these people in real life. Can nobody, did, look, come on now. But anyway, I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm blessed. Okay. I'm blessed and highly favored. Okay. I'm protecting my energy and protecting my karma. And only thing I do on, on Clubhouse is listen to women. Okay. Cause they got the best shit on there. You feel me? Good content, <laughs> good content. But now nah, y'all can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Illinois Jones eighty eight. I don't like y'all that much to give y'all my Snapchat or Facebook, but you can follow me on Clubhouse and you can follow me on on the Tiki Talk. Cause I'm on the Tiki Talk now and it's up there and it's stuck there. You feel me? Illinois Jones eighty eight for everything. You hear me? Um, what I was about to say, DC and Marvel. I got an idea. I'm gonna pitch y'all this pitch. Bumblebee boy, a star. <laughs> hey, he needs look, his own line of honey. Look, that's one now. He needs his own line of honey. The first superhero in Chicago. Throw a black man a bag. Yeah, come on now. I got it. Let me know what we gonna do. I just want to be the music director. That's it. That's all. Um, it's Saturday. Feel good outside. Uh, I'm feeling good outside. Shout out to John so, Basil. Party hard. Party safe. And if you can't do both, stay, stay your ass, ass in the house. house. For those that don't know who I am, I am Biko. It's your girl, Pretty Riot. I just want to thank you for tuning in to Illinois Radio every Saturday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Make sure you guys go ahead and subscribe on YouTube. Search Illinois Radio. Head over to your Spotify, your Apple Podcasts, all of those streaming networks where you can stream podcasts and search Illinois Radio. We right there. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Hit that follow button and uh, stay in tune with us. You have it. We own it. Big P's. See you later, alligator. After all, I'm a bit of the end of it. That's all, folks. Mm-hmm.